Hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Matcha Moments. We hope you're all doing well and getting into the holiday festive spirit even though of course the season is definitely looking very different from previous years and a heart really does go out to everyone who may not be having the holiday experience that they would have wished for and know that we can relate to that as well. In today's episode, we wanted to discuss our past selves and reflect on how we've grown as people and relationships, our values and so much more. This was such a fun episode to record and to be honest, I think it was mine and Cara's favourite to record together and we're just so excited for everybody to listen to this and we really hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, shall we start with the highs and lows? Cara, how's your week been? So I've had a really good week, actually. So I'll start off by saying I, I haven't written down any lows. That is a sign of a good week. Yeah, because I actually couldn't, I could not think of anything that made me upset to an, to an extent of me having to dwell on it. <laughs> so yeah, I've had a good week. And I'd say my high of this week is that I feel loved a little extra than usual. Um, so with Yara being here as well and like people sending over some gifts because it's our birthday tomorrow so including leo it it arrived in the post today and i was like oh my god people actually thought of me and like sent me gifts that's so rare um but i think like already just knowing that people have thought of me has made this birthday a little extra special which i'm excited about and because i don't know when we're uploading this episode so well i'll just tell you guys that it's the 9th of december now so my birthday is tomorrow the 10th of december so if you haven't said happy birthday to Kara yet by the time that this episode goes up Go message her now and be very <laughs> sorry that you forgot her birthday. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's probably not their fault, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I usually get sad on my birthdays because I'm usually away from Yara. And I think I think I just get this weird depression thing on my birthday because I, I feel really alone. And then I think when you're younger, everyone puts so much effort yeah. on your birthdays. You know, you get like thousands of messages. And I just think as I've gotten o- older, people just don't say anything anymore which is like fine because I don't think I say happy birthday to enough people either I feel like there's this weird sense of pressure on birthdays like it it has to be this super special day and it's literally just like a day in the year I quite often feel that's why I don't really like birthday parties or anything like that because it's like oh now I'm I don't know I don't like making a big deal out of it but then in a weird way like there's a center of attention yeah (laughs) but then in a weird way it is really nice to like have people thinking of you and I always try and keep my expectations really low I'm like okay it's you know no big deal it's just another day yeah (laughs) But it's still hard, so I get that. It can be easy to be a little bit sad on your birthday, I think because you want to be so happy. It's pretty weird. Yeah, because there is this pressure to have an amazing day as well. To be fair though, like um, I've been slowly hinting at Ed to not let his parents sing happy birthday because I get so awkward. What? And, like, especially if it's just me and my sister. I don't want like us to just no! awkwardly be there and then be like, happy birthday to you. Like, no, I don't want to. So. At least it's you and your sister. So it's not because, yeah, I never know what to do whilst the other people are singing happy birthday. It's like, do yeah. you not? Do you also yeah. sing? <laughs> happy birthday to me. <laughs> yeah, no, do? I feel the same way. But also they've... Uh, they've told us we can pick a movie to watch tomorrow like whatever movie we want and we're take Aww. we're having like a take a takeaway pizza so I, I at least know they're also making some effort which is nice so yeah what about you leo what's how's your week been well my week's actually also been really nice um and i'd say my high of the week was kind of just generally spending more quality time with 
my family and I think especially like at this time of the year and I think just seeing more and more how it's really not a given that I can be spending this much time with my family at the moment so I've just been extra grateful and spending even more time with them and um, actually also the episode that we did on alcohol which obviously we released last week um it it sparked some super interesting conversations with my family at the dinner table um about like how they could approach things differently with my brother for example and you know we just had a very much in-depth conversation about okay how did I exactly feel and why did I feel that way but also okay why did my parents actually act that way because I know we spoke a bit about I guess their their histories with it and where they were coming from so it actually was a really interesting conversation that's so good that they can take this and like your experience and like yeah because I bet you you've never vocalized it to them before and so now like that they hear it through the podcast they know how they can like take what you say and I guess having this conversation they can put it and and make sure your brother has you know like all the negatives of your experience they can make sure it doesn't happen with your brother yeah which is so good exactly to be fair I had an interesting ex- experience with my sister where she um she her experience with alcohol growing up although we're twins and we had the same experience was completely different I told you this the other day right that's so interesting she remembers drinking at a younger age and I'm like where was I maybe <laughs> maybe I've just blocked <laughs> all these memories or maybe I had one sip and got like blackout drunk I don't know <laughs> to the point where I don't even remember that's it <laughs> it makes sense okay it all makes sense now it's fun you think you were this miss goody two-shoes and only drank when you were 18 but actually you're getting blackout drunk at the age of eight. <laughs> oh no <laughs> hopefully not <laughs> so you you haven't had a low do you have a low well okay so I've got this old laptop or this old computer that I'm using at the moment more because I'm at home and for some reason I was just like oh I'll just see what sort of photos are on this you know and I started going through loads of photos and screenshots from my sort of high school years so back when I was I think from like 15 to 17 and it just put me momentarily in this spiral of oh my god I can't believe this is what I used to be like like existential crisis and like even just like am I still like this you know maybe I haven't changed at all and all of this um but I think I was I was able to like reflect quite well on it and actually realize through going through the photos that you know I have changed a lot and it also helped me kind of make a bit more peace with like my past self in a way and that actually is what like kind of inspired the topic of this episode because I messaged you the next day (laughs) and told you uh, that this is what I was doing on my Sunday night um (laughs) yeah (laughs) so I feel like the concept of sort of you know changing through our time and growing up is just so interesting in general because I think everybody I guess has a slightly different experience with it especially with going through school because I think it can be so common that you know the expression of like oh peaking in high school or you know university the best years of your life and all of this so I think it's just it's interesting yeah, because cause Leah messaged me and she was like, okay, we need to talk about this. And I was like, I don't even remember what I was like in high school. So I've actually spent a bit of today going through my sister's laptop because she has some of our old like old photos she's taken in high school. It's mainly of her and her friends, but like you see me rare in the background, like just hiding. So, um, <laughs> Ghost Cara. It's just made me also just remember what I was like in high school. So I feel like I, I'm yeah. ready now to reflect on it. <laughs> Yeah, so we've just kind of thought about some questions to like, you know, prompt our conversation. And I guess the 
the first thing we kind of wanted to talk about is what do we think in general about the concept of changing throughout time? So what I wrote for this, because I was like reflecting on it, and I, I basically said, thank God for it, because like it's amazing to think about how much we grow and how much we learn and become better people over time. Um, and it made me just think, like, I'm a bit against cancel culture to like to some extent, because mm-hmm. like I've done things in my past that I regret and yeah. I've learned from. And I think we should just give humanity more credit for learning and growing. I just think it's so important to like your past. I mean, it's literally the quotes your past like doesn't define you. Is that a quote? It is a quote. So I don't know. We're just blessed as humans to to have the chance to keep learning and, and changing throughout time and always like looking back at the past and reflecting on it. What about you? I completely agree. And I had a... I'm back again with my quotes. Um, I had, <laughs> <laughs> Me trying to be Leo, like, uh, I have a quote too. <laughs> I had a quote recently and that really stuck with me. It was like, everybody does their best with the tools and self-awareness that they have at a given time. And I think yeah. that that is just so true because even if, you know, we may be able to look back at things we did or said in the past now and think, oh, wow, that was so stupid or so immature. I would so never cringy. do this now. Yeah. <laughs> But we have to just remember that we were trying our best at the time and often simply didn't know any better. And we do know better now because of those experiences in the past. And often, you know, you do have to learn the hard way. And then over time, with more and more experience, I I truly believe like we get to know ourselves better and become more confident in who we are and how we want to act. And that still doesn't mean that mistakes won't happen because I'm sure that they can and will happen at any age, yeah. like no matter if you're 70 or 50 or 20. But I do feel like one maybe just gets better at dealing with certain situations because they might feel more familiar. Yeah, and just being more self-aware. Yeah, exactly. And I do also think that it sometimes gets a bad rep, the thing of like changing through our time because, you know, in like YouTubers' comments, it's so often like, oh, you know, he's changed, she's changed. You've yeah. changed. Yeah. <laughs> And um, even though, like you said, it is a really good thing. And then also, I think it's quite common that people romanticize the past or past versions of yourself because I guess it's so easy to block out negative emotions that you may have been feeling at a time. And I think that sometimes leads to change having Mm -hmm. some negative connotations. Yeah, true. To be fair, I I like just thinking of it, I always, always romanticize the past, I think. Like I'm always, if I'm looking Mm. at pictures like, oh, I was so skinny back then. Oh, I used to be so pretty. Like, oh, I had so many friends. Like, why don't I do this now? Why did I always do this then? Um, But I think I spend an irregular amount of time thinking of the past and like romanticizing those moments to the point where the more because I'm always like, oh, this used to be like this. This used to be like this. But you know, like the more you say a story, the less accurate the story actually is, because every time you say it, you say a different version of it. And just so I think your memories get warped as well. Yeah. So I just think it's gotten to the point where I I probably don't even know what actually happened in the past, but I've like made it seem so like, oh. My mm. my high school life was so amazing to the yeah and I and I forget just how probably how bad it actually was but I think I'm also guilty for making the past seem worse as well to some extent so I'm like I both romanticize but also like because you were saying it's rare to think of the negatives but I think personally if something bad happens to me sometimes I some I focus so much of my energy in the past of the past on that on the negatives um 
to the point where actually it, it makes it seem more worse than it actually is. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess everything I think you focus on just sort of grows in magnitude, like whether that's the positives or the negatives. For example, when reflecting on past relationships, I think it can be so easy to, I guess, maybe truly go into both extremes, right? I think there's often people who are like, oh, I hate my ex, like he was the worst and just forget every single good memory that you had with them and forget why you were even together with them in the first place. Yeah. But then also at the same time, I think only thinking about all the good things, you know, romanticizing the past relationship and forgetting everything that was wrong with it that made you break up in the first place. Could be a friendship as well, not only romantic relationships. I've, I've seen it from like an external perspective as well where a person's like, oh, my ex was the worst and they were horrible. They used to be so emotionally abusive and then... But then me, like, as an external perspective, I knew how good he was to her and how she also, like, how good their relationship was on some, like, on some points. Obviously, from an external perspective, you don't see what's behind, like, closed doors. Obviously, I'm just seeing the perfect image. Yeah. But you hear them talk so positively about them in the past. So it's like, you must have had some, like, it's all, you're just stressing on the negatives and, like, bringing those out rather than just actually reflecting on the whole relationship. Yeah. And I think also to your point of kind of that your memories can sometimes betray you, I think, and portray a different picture to what it was actually like at the time. I've really noticed this when going through my old diaries because I've had a diary or a journal, whatever you want to call it, inconsistently since the age of 12. (laughs) So it is very interesting to go back and read about those like emotions and conversations and worries that I had at the time yeah that I have literally completely forgotten about yeah they were so big at the time and now they're just yeah and I used to write in so much detail I would literally write sort of okay this person said this and this to me (laughs) and I felt this and this is so so interesting it's like a time capsule of my emotions at any given time (laughs) that's another reason why journaling I think is so great if you're writing about the good things probably better than the than the bad things I think that is also interesting as well because then it can make you realize how far you've come you know because I think that is an important thing about journaling yeah if you do journaling right and just do like a stream of consciousness kind of thing I think quite often you know maybe negative emotions come out but then those can be more interesting to look back on because you know okay those are actually a true reflection of what you feel so something else I was just quickly thinking about with like romanticizing our past I think it's just something that everyone does Um, and I don't know if you saw the trend where everyone was like reflecting on summer 2016 everyone's like oh that was the best summer ever do you, have you seen that? Oh, I haven't seen this. It's no. like, because everyone's like, oh, why can't we go back to summer 2016? And for some reason, everyone all around the world had the, like the best summer in 2016, which I get like for, I think it was one of my favorite summers as well. Um, and I think the reason we do it is <laughs> Leo's like, I don't even know. Um, but I think like, it's a form. Oh, I did have a great summer, <laughs> 2016. Yeah, <see? laughs> but I think it's just like a form of like nostal- nostalgic escapism. Yeah. And like we even reminisce on our childhood all the time and it was probably the only reason it was probably so great is because we were so naive and like only saw the world mm. in like beautiful, colorful, like, you know, because you're, you're so little and you don't know yeah, how bad it probably is. Like you might have had a, a really good day with your family, but at that time your, our parents were probably going through something. So like it's because we're just naive and I just think we like we like to think back at times where life was easier to avoid having to deal with the current realities of life. I guess that is the thing, right? Like the older you get, the more experiences you have, the more you know, the more jaded you become, the less naive you are, the less innocent. And in that sense, because you're more aware of stuff that's going on around you. I mean, especially this year, I don't think I've ever been 
made this aware of certain injustices you know inequalities that are still happening you know privilege that we may be having yeah. and all of these things which I definitely was not thinking about uh you know when I was younger I mean like fair enough though <laughs> what kid wants to be worrying about that stuff <laughs> yeah so it's kind of good that I guess we grow out of that naivety in a way yeah even though it's also I get why it's also something we can mourn in a way yeah true so what were you like when you were 16 or 17 like thinking back at that I'd say my base interests have stayed the same so a music reading boys <laughs> no <I'm> kidding <laughs> uh, like, sorry go on <laughs> like learning new things and then also I think some of like my core characteristics are still the same of like I can get very excited about little things you know quite chatty but then also very I'm quite a deep yeah. thinker but also overthinker I think I've always worried quite a lot. I've always like been quite sensitive. So I think my core characteristics and interests have stayed the same, Mm -hmm. but then in a lot of ways, I was also very different. Very, very different. Yeah. We've spoken about this a little bit in our body image episode as well, but I was quite insecure, especially when it came to the way that I looked. And in relation to guys, you know, I never really felt like anybody would be interested in me. So then when mm-hmm. people were I often felt like oh this is this is almost a fluke or something like that like I can't say <laughs> no because yeah. this is never gonna happen again or something like that and oh my god <laughs> I I always felt a little bit like less desirable than my friends and um mm. you know speaking of those diaries reading back from those diaries back when I was 16 actually makes me super sad for that version of me and I just had so many doubts about myself and I put myself down, I think, without even realizing it in so many instances. So, for example, I'd make a goal and I'd say in the same sentence, oh, I know I won't be able to do this anyways because I'm too lazy. (laughs) No. See, like me knowing you now, I would never put like that mentality and and associate it with you because to me, to me, if anything, like you're one of the most self like assured and self like okay self-passionate I don't know if that makes sense but like you do things whatever makes you happy and whatever you're passionate about because you want to do them and not because you want to impress anyone else or like and like I've never I've never heard you say I can't do this in my head if anything it's like me because like we were Mm -hmm. talking about rock climbing with Michael the other day and I was like (laughs) I can't do this and Leah was like Cara believe in yourself everyone can do this we are strong we can do it (laughs) so like I would never imagine you to like you know, so I guess that even that just shows how different you are because I've never, yeah. I mean, I didn't know you when you were younger, but I would never put that to you. Yeah, and that is probably one of the things that I like most about myself now is that I do truly believe that I can do almost anything that I can, I would set my mind to, you know? Yeah. And But also looking back, you know, I don't think I was lazy. I was like in four freaking after school clubs, like playing through instruments, going to acting <laughs> and dance. It just makes me so sad to think that I wasn't really appreciating most of my experiences and constantly just comparing myself to other people. I think that was really at the crux of it. You know, I was putting more emphasis on my appearance because of it as well and also wanting to fit in. I don't know if this is Mm -hmm. also partly due to the school I was in or maybe this is just a universal teenage experience. But looking back, everybody just dressed and looked so similar and I feel like as a teenager (laughs) all I really wanted to do is like belong and not not stick out for any reason yeah which I feel very differently about now as well yeah 
Well, I guess this goes back to what you were saying in in the other episode where you, where you said you were always surrounded by people that didn't look like you. Mm. So that's why you probably tried extra hard to to look like them and to, so that you could fit in and like not be that one person that looks different. That is so true. Oh my gosh. If analyzed younger me. Wow. Ooh. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What were you like? To be honest, I think I've blocked out so much of my like high school self. But maybe because I just never knew what I was like or like who I was. Because I think I was just very, mm. I don't know. It's like I was always just so passive, I think, growing up. I didn't do, I don't, I don't remember feeling anything. That sounds so deep. <laughs> like, but I just didn't. That's such an interesting adjective. Yeah, I just didn't remember being aware of anything or doing something because I wanted to do it. It was always like, it was just happening. Okay, it's happening. Like, cool, I'll do this. Um, but the only thing like I do remember was that I was a very stressed teenager, like academically. And that Aww. may have been like peer pressure from, well, well, having a, a genius twin sister doesn't make it easy. Because you just feel like, you know, I always wanted... <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I just think a, a dominant personality trait, if it even is a personality trait, was that I was very attention-seeking from boys. <laughs> yeah. And I, I determined my worth based on the attention I was getting from them and from others. Mm-hmm. And also, I just think I really liked, or I was really seeking to be liked by everyone. So something a part of my personality was I was just um I was and I still am a people pleaser but I think to the to the point now where I don't I don't people please people that don't deserve pleasing <laughs> Does that yeah I think that's so interesting because I see you as somebody who has way better boundaries than me in that regard I think you are so much stronger yeah. in okay maybe somebody isn't 100% good for me or isn't treating me the right way I'm gonna do the best for myself yeah and I'm like cut off which I think is is not people pleasing. Yeah. So I think in that yeah. sense, you, you've definitely grown a lot. Yeah. No, which I'm very very glad of. So when would when would you say you felt like you've changed the most? Like what period of time? I feel like I've got kind of two periods of time that I think about. Uh, definitely uni mm-hmm. for me, because yeah, I guess that's probably for most people. And for me, it was you know getting into a relationship for the first time, building a new friendship circle, speaking in a new language all the time. And I don't know if anybody who's bilingual can relate because I, I guess you also grew up with two different languages, but I, I feel like I'm actually slightly different in both languages. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to explain yeah, it. Completely. It's so weird. Your pers- your personality yeah. changes, yeah. I'm like, I'm more sarcastic and confident-ish when I'm, when I'm speaking in Arabic. Oh, that's so interesting. Like I make more jokes. <laughs> I'm more funny. <laughs> I feel like I'm more outgoing in English and I feel like I'm more sarcastic in German. Yeah. I see this is something that I don't think anyone else would under like any people that only speak one language would understand yeah but it's true I completely agree with you mm. and then I think the time period after that that I changed the most was in this past year after my breakup and I feel like if you're te- if you're speaking sort of time period wise I think this is the most I've ever grown in a year because yeah. I think I've just had so much time to reflect on myself and what I want from life and you know why I have certain patterns that I do over and over again and I feel like it's been really necessary and really good yeah (laughs) I'm so proud of you honestly this year you've done like I love how much attention you've put on yourself to like to focus on yourself just just... (laughs) self-involved gosh you narcissistic girl (laughs) (laughs) no but you've like I mean that's something I'm jealous of because I I wish I had it's gonna sound bad but like I okay so I think you the reason 
maybe because you had just like you've you've ended a relationship and you're like okay I need to figure out like what I want so it's kind of it's given you an excuse to to learn about yourself whereas I'm like in a relationship and like so many things are happening and I don't have like that time to be like okay I need to actually figure out how to be the best version of myself I've kind of just like meh put it past me you know yeah we spoke about this on the phone I guess a few days ago anyways but I do think that being in a relationship does make it you know better or worse but I think it can be so easy to put yourself on the back burner because you're not your main priority I guess your relationship and the other person is and there's so many things that you need to work on in a relationship on a day-to-day basis that often (laughs) you know focusing on your mental health or even just like or reflecting on why you do certain things like that you just don't have (laughs) the mental capacity for that it's just not possible yeah true true I agree. So what do you feel like? What time period have you changed the most? So I think, yeah, so like you said, coming to uni, I've changed the most, I'd say. Um, because, okay, so this might be like a twin problem as well. So if any of you guys have tw- like a twin sibling, you might relate to this. But um, so growing up with her, I think my parents always gave her responsibility, like all the responsibility and never gave it to me. So for example, if we were going to the mall with our friends, they'd give her the money. And be like, you take care of it. Here's like the cash. You deal with it. And I just never questioned it. Like it was always like, oh yeah, I'll do it. I was just so dependent on her. Yeah. And I think then going to uni, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to do things by myself. Um. So in that sense, I think I didn't, I didn't learn how to be independent as quickly as others may have when you're growing up. Yeah. Because I was oh, I always had someone there to rely on. Um. Like a safety blanket. Yeah, yeah. And I never questioned it. I was like, okay, it's fine. Yada can do it. I was never like, parents, trust me. I can do it. <laughs> I was like, whatever, Yada can do it. Um, but I, I think then coming to uni, I had like that shock where I was like, oh my gosh, I need to I need to learn how to be me. But it really helped me, I think, grow and find out who I was. Because I think even in high school, you know how they do, this might be like an American high school thing, but they do like most likely too at the end of the year oh yeah we had yeah. that as well so people they didn't eventually put it but it was like something going around they were gonna say for me it was most likely to follow yada around everywhere which is so harsh what the fuck yeah but, but i guess it makes sense because like that was my personality i think back then i was just always like i'd do whatever i did because of yada i was very just reliant on her that's so interesting I've never even met you and yara together really that much so i've only ever known you on your own as me yeah no, but it got to the point where, like, being at uni, I I kind of got into, I, like, fit into my clothes, and I just became yeah. myself more to the point where even when I went home, I remember going home for Christmas, and that was just have, being away for uh, one semester at uni in first year, mm. and my parents were like, oh my gosh, you're, like, you're growing out, you're, like, coming out of your shell, you're being more you. No. Like, they saw, they, they saw more of my personality just because I was away from my sister. So I'm not blaming Yada, I love her so much. <laughs> like, it had nothing to do with her. I feel like that's just a very natural thing, though, which I can imagine probably a lot of twins experience, because if you grow up that closely with somebody, all of your experiences are so similar, you know, you have the same friendship circles, and then maybe if somebody is naturally a bit more dominant, it can be so easy to just, you know kind of attach yourself to that yeah without even realizing becoming kind of more dependent on them yeah there was never that's the thing as well there was never that like realization so in mm. school I never felt oh I'm not showing my personality I was always like whatever this is just how things are until I went to uni and then I had to actually be myself and not have that person next to me that was part because Yara was like always part of my identity I think 
she still is mm. but you know what i mean it was just that like i'm finally myself and everyone i met at uni didn't know that i had a twin so i could just be me yeah so i'd say I've, i changed the most in that period of time just like being with my with myself for the first time <laughs> yeah i mean i feel like we've spoken quite a bit about like negative things <laughs> about our younger selves but what do you what do you think are some things that you kind of miss about your old self I think for me back then in the past so in like high school years I just I had I was more social with friends and I think I had a more positive view of friendships like now now I think I have quite a toxic Mm. view on it where so I was saying in the other podcast like I put a wall you know like I try to protect myself from friendships just because I don't want to get hurt but back then I was just more like oh I have fun with friends and they come over and we just have fun like I never used to think about it um and so yeah it's just I I miss being more positive in the sense and it's not I don't think even just with friendships in general I think and and it's like we said earlier like as you grow older you just you realize the flaws in humanity and I just think I've become a bit more pessimistic to things that are around me and I just I miss I miss that like (laughs) naivety and and just you know general happiness and not having to question things and question people what about you? What do you miss about your old self? That's so interesting. I literally wrote down the exact same thing. As in, really? <laughs> I I noted down that I kind of miss my naivety and like blind optimism when it came to certain things. And I think yeah. for me, it's especially have been like love or relationships, mm-hmm. you know, because I guess I didn't have that much experience from them. The only experience or the only things that I knew about love or relationships were from movies or books, you know, where they're obviously... Yes super hopeless romantics yes and I feel like I am kind of a hopeless romantic and yeah (laughs) now the more like not necessarily negative experiences because I don't think that any of my romantic experiences have been that negative I think I've been quite lucky but still you know I've clearly had some experiences that have quote-unquote failed because I'm obviously not in them anymore um (laughs) yeah and I guess the more that has happened the more jaded I've become and I think the more careful Mm -hmm. I am now going into things which I feel like it's kind of a shame because I wish I could just go into situations with like the same sort of open heart and just, you know, not being, not automatically thinking like, oh, this is going to end anyways. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Blissful child, child, blissful, blissful child. <laughs> Isn't that a word? Like blissfulness, <laughs> like the blissfulness of it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Like blissful ignorance. That trying, that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> blissful child. <laughs> Uh, and then on the other side like, what are some things that you don't miss I think we've kind of already touched on this a little bit but is there anything that we haven't said so I think for me it's like the for the major thing was the low self-confidence very like I've had very low self-confidence and then also I don't miss so my personality back then and like how I would deal with people was I'd always just divert any attention and conversations I'd always divert it to everyone else just so I could avoid talking about me and, and that may have been a protection thing but I just yeah. remember like in when I'd hang out with friends and stuff I, most of the time I'd, I'd be the one asking questions about them and and getting to know their problems and stuff and I it, every time a conversation came about me I remember I'd say like one sentence or something and then bring it back to them which I I don't really miss like I like yeah. I think now and and maybe that's why now my personality is like I love being so open Mm-hmm. And I love, like, sharing my experiences and and using that to help, like, the conversation if, in any yeah. way. Which is, yeah, that's, I, I guess, another way I've changed. No, I think it's good that you've changed that way because 
you know, you've got good stuff to say. You shouldn't just be asking questions. <laughs> yes. I mean, if I if I still had that same mentality, I would not have started a podcast. Yeah. Like, no one would want to listen to me <laughs> for one hour every Wednesday. So <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, I personally, whenever I edit the podcast, I love your voice. This sounds really creepy, but I really like Aww. listening to you. <laughs> what about you? The things that I don't miss about my quote unquote old self is... Um, Something that you mentioned before as well, I think I let guys dictate my life a lot more in the sense that I almost use dating as a way to make myself feel better about myself or also because I felt like that is what I had to do to be seen as like, even by myself, like to be living like a quote unquote successful life. And like, I remember whenever my friends would be dating somebody and maybe I wouldn't be, I'd automatically be thinking, oh my God, like what's wrong with me? Why am I not? you know, dating somebody as well. And um, that led me to kind of just always wanting to be messaging at least one guy or you know what? and To have like something going on. (laughs) Exactly. And I think that's just such a toxic mentality. And I think now I just feel so differently about this. And I'd only want to date somebody now if I felt like they truly added something extra to my life because Mm -hmm. I'm very content as it is at the moment with the people that are in my life at the moment yeah I think that's the perks of growing up as well like I think everyone goes through this where there's always Mm -hmm. that like puppy love and we we I think it's also just hormones like teenagers you want to have boy drama and and (laughs) deal with all that and then as you get older you realize okay no I'm gonna keep it in my pants and um, (laughs) (laughs) learn to love myself because actually a, a relationship won't be successful if if the core if your core happiness is like not there you know yeah I guess that's also just part of gossip back then. Like, I remember in school, it would be so fun to, like, talk about different boy stories that you had going on. To be fair, I find that quite weird now. Like, now that I'm single... No, I'm not single. (laughs) Something happened? (laughs) I mean, now that I'm in a relationship, when I meet up with my my friends that are single, sometimes I find it hard because they're all talking about, like oh are you texting this guy and oh I, I went out with this guy and then I like got with this guy and and then they're like okay so Kata, how how's life with you and I'm like good I'm in a stable relationship like, nothing's <laughs> changed for the past year I've been good like there's not much to say in the in the relationship you know because it is part, a, a, a big part of like girl chatting culture you know I love those sort of chats personally especially right mm-hmm. now because I'm intentionally like nothing is going on in my dating life so for me now, it's like my source of entertainment, hearing from my friends, yeah. like what is going on and like, oh, what is what is drama with some boys that they're seeing? And whereas before, maybe that would have made me feel like I'm missing out on something. Now I'm like truly content and just letting my friends deal with the drama. <laughs> yeah, you're sitting with the popcorn in the background, just, you know, not yes. having to deal with it, but enjoying it. Uh, exactly. So I'm I'm kind of loving it, Loki. <laughs> so good. So what change are you most proud of? I think what I'm most proud of is aligning my actions to my morals and values more. And I think that's maybe also just I'm more aware of my mm-hmm. my values now that I'm a bit older. And I think I just really want to make sure that I am acting with integrity nowadays and sticking to my word and aligning my actions um whereas I think back when I was younger maybe if deep down I knew that oh this isn't really the right thing to do or you know this isn't truly who I am I I would often do things just because I felt like this would make me more liked or you know this would make me fit in in a certain way so I'd say I'm quite proud of that even though you know I still think that I probably got 
you know work that I can further do on that but yeah no we're, we're always we always have room for improvement every every human yes we are growing and learning <laughs> like, like a plant. plants <laughs> <laughs> oh I love that <laughs> oh that's so funny <laughs> I hope the recording got both of us saying that oh that is so funny yeah. To be fair, I think I like I said the same thing to be honest. I said I'm proud of my self-awareness now and like I I like that I understand why I do things and act the way I do whereas mm-hmm. in the past I would just do things cuz I was like okay, it's just like everything was just happening and I never had that awareness like that I'm why I'm doing things and I think I'm more sure of myself yeah. as well. And like I don't care what others think as much, which is good. Um and then like I I'm more willing willing to put myself in situations and something that like triggers this thought is so in high school Anna Anna um one of my best friends from high school uh she gave me a like a I don't know if it's a po- it's like a poster I don't know it's like a frame but it has words on it I don't know the word um and it said <laughs> it said like like a print <laughs> yeah like a print but it's like it was like a cardboard thing it was like oh no it wasn't it was wood so it was like wood and then you'll have to post a picture on the instagram when this goes up yeah yeah when i when we upload this podcast i'll be like okay this is what i was talking about guys (laughs) it said on it if you're looking for a sign this is it which and she gave it to me basically because she i think she always used like she knew that i never would do things because i wanted to do them so i'd just let things happen and so she i think that was her trying to be like Mm. kata like go for what you want to do and like if like if you want a sign to do something, this is it. Just do it. And I, I actually still live by that now, which is, yeah. I love which that. Because I think I sometimes struggle with like being indecisive. And I don't know where I heard this, but it was sort of being indecisive or not making a decision is making a decision in itself already. You know, if you're if you're not actively making a yeah. decision or doing a certain thing or saying something that you want to say, then by default, you're choosing not to do anything and then maybe by the time you want to do something it's already too late so I think we're almost always doing ourselves a disservice by not deciding on certain things so what are some ways that you hope you'll change in the next five or ten years I hope that I'll learn to trust myself and others around me more because I think one of my main problems self-diagnosed problems is Mm. (laughs) that I have like major trust issues and so in friendships relationships everything I just and it's part of the being uh, pessimistic and things like that so I I think like within the next 10 years or five years I just want to open myself up to trust people because I think only then will I will I like learn whether those people are worth having in your life you know so like yeah if I, yeah, because if I'm keeping, like, restricting things from happening, I'll never know. So I just want to put my trust in people and be like, okay, you go do what you have to do, whether it is in friendships or, or relationships. And then um, by that doing that, I'll just, like, know, you know, whether. But, yeah, just not, not thinking the worst in people before it even happens. So just, like, let people be how they are and then just hope that it works out, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, I think yeah. that's a really good thing to to work on because I guess otherwise you know that also already inhibits happiness from happening before anything bad has happened you know I'm a self-sabotager I think I do this too though I am also very good at self-sabotaging it's one of my many talents (laughs) 
that's why we're friends yes <laughs> yeah I think one of the ways that I hope I will change in the next five ten years is just gaining more confidence in myself when it comes to career and I think it's normal because we are only starting out because looking back in school or academics I think I feel like I knew exactly what I was good at what I was bringing to the table in group projects and I kind of am looking forward to figuring that out for my career as well and um I guess in line with what you were saying, I think I'm quite good at trusting other people, but I think I just need to learn to trust myself even more and follow my gut instincts because I even catch myself like I am a big advice asking person. Like I feel like I'm quite often just checking with people like, oh, what would you do if you were in my situation? Or yeah, I don't know, almost just not trusting my own instincts when it comes to decisions. Yeah. But at the, at the end of the day, you know yourself better than anyone else. So like yeah. others could give you advice. And but it's it's interesting that you still like, even though you probably know the answer yourself, you still you will seek approval until someone else says the same thing you believe. And then that makes it OK, because you want to be like, yeah. I'm not the only one that thinks that this is the best way to do things. I do that in in relationships as well, like <laughs> with assessment centers, you know, those like personnel, uh, not assessment centers with the. Uh, these online tests that you do for like job applications and they're like asking you how you'd react in a certain like environment I'd put an answer and I'm like confident in it but <laughs> I'd always ask out I'm like Ed would you do the same thing and he's like Carla they're yeah. asking about your personality not mine so <laughs> just do whatever you think is the best but I always like seek so like like you seek yeah. that approval that okay yeah you know it's, it's the right thing like, that may be a confidence thing though and then I guess the last thing we kind of wanted to reflect on is how do we think in like 10 years will we see our now 22 year old selves because you'll be 22 tomorrow yeah I was just gonna say this is the perfect time to be doing this podcast because it is my last day being 21 and like I am having oh such gosh. a reflective you know going forward as a 22 year old yeah <laughs> but I think what me 10 years from now would think of my 22 year old self would be like bless this little girl she had no idea what direction her life was going and she was so lost. But I think I'd also be proud of like my willingness to find my path. Because I'm I'm like still being tr- optimistic about it now. I'm like, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Life will be okay. I'll know what my passions are and like what I'm meant to do. Because you know, people are like, oh, this is my purpose in life. And it's like part of their job mm. fulfillment. I still don't know what that is. So I'm hoping that 10 years from now, I'll be like, girl, you knew it deep down and you fulfilled it. It's okay. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, I hope I'll be proud of like what I've accomplished in this year starting a new job and then yeah my gosh why am I speaking so much more about my breakup in this episode but going through the breakup like becoming stronger from <laughs> it then like focusing more on friendships and also starting the podcast and you know going through a pandemic without going mental <laughs> um but then like you I think I'll also definitely look back and be like wow you had no idea <laughs> and you had so much to learn <laughs> yeah and um yeah I'm very interested to see where we'll be in 10 years we'll be 32 do you think we'll still be doing a podcast together oh my god maybe 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 we'll be mums at that at that stage I know we can make like a mums podcast <laughs> <laughs> sharing, sharing advice on how to raise kids <laughs> <laughs> and there's just babies crying in the background like I don't fucking know how you do it <laughs> I listen back to this and be like oh my god you had no idea how much of a luxury it was to spend time on yourself yeah to have time to sit in a room and talk for an hour and a half and have someone listen without any yeah. interruptions <laughs> yes <laughs> Thank you.
And then as a fun little bonus to this episode, we were inspired to do this by Nina Florence, our absolute idol in life um because she just released her first podcast episode and she sent out a survey to her friends asking different questions and family so we did like an abridged version of this just in relation to this topic so we sent out a survey to our best friends in high school and then also one member of our family asking different questions about how they saw us back then and how they feel like our personalities changed and I've got the answers that Kara's peeps have answered and then Kara has the answers that like my my mom and my best friend from school answered. So I, I'm very intrigued. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> I'm excited for you to hear yours though. <laughs> okay, so the first question, I guess the first question was like, how old were we when we met? And then for Kara, the one person who filled it out was her twin, Yara, so... It, the answer was minus nine months. Very accurate. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and then your friend was she was fifteen when she met you. Yeah, yeah. So, you, so for you as well, Alexa said she was fifteen when you guys met. Oh, it was the same age. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I think your mom misread the question because your mom put twenty-seven. I know. <laughs> she, I think she meant. <laughs> how old was she as in so she, she was 27 me? when yeah. you were born she was 27 yeah. when yeah, she became I, pregnant with me <laughs> yeah so that's when you guys met <laughs> yeah. oh that's so funny <laughs> so then the next question was on a scale of one to ten how much have we changed over the years it's actually interesting because both of your answers are quite different i guess 10 was the most extreme and yara's put five which is i guess yeah. kind of in the middle mm. of the two but then Anna has said eight which is quite a drastic change yeah that's interesting and to be fair you'd think that my sister would know me more though because she spent most of her days with me yeah but maybe I mean reflecting back on the the sister thing I could imagine that your sister probably didn't even realize how you almost adapted to her when you were younger yeah because she obviously she wouldn't have seen you that way she would have seen you as your own person your own entity whereas maybe somebody else from the yeah. outside it would have been clearer to them that you were kind of often following in in Yara's footsteps or whatever it was it's so interesting for you both your both your people said that you so on a scale of one to ten how much have you changed they both said eight so oh wow that is quite drastic <laughs> oh my gosh that's interesting that they both put the same answer I know well <laughs> I don't even know what I'd answer for myself. How how much do you think you've changed? Yeah, I'd put maybe, I'd put six, I think. You? I feel like I'd put myself at like a seven or eight. I'd, I'd put myself quite high, to be fair. And then the next question. I mean, this is kind of like setting us up for failure because... I know, I'm so scared for this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, you know, we wanted the hot treats, so this is what we're going to get. Yeah, we in the form, we literally wrote, be honest. Like, we won't be upset, yeah. so just go for it. <laughs> So the question was, how would you describe a personality in high school? Slash, what were my flaws? Da, 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 da. Yikes. So this is funny. Your sister said, for you, quite flirty, but also introverted, <laughs> used to hold back on your intelligence and confidence, which I think is very, very fascinating. 
and goes in line with what you said right with the Yikes. sort of being flirty and more introverted but I mean you didn't say anything about holding back your intelligence were you aware that you were doing that yeah to be fair but I well not holding back but like I mean I still say to this day every time every time I introduce Yada to anyone I'm like Yada's a smart like Yada's a mm. smart twin yeah you said it in this episode you were like genius I mean, I'm not discrediting that Yara is a genius, but it doesn't... She, no, she's honestly the s- smartest person I've ever met. Like, honestly, incredible. So talented. And I think just because I was always, like... And it's harder when you're in the same grade and like, yeah. you have the same test and you have to compare every score to that person. So I think it was... When she was coming home with 98% and I was coming home with, like, 80s, obviously I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna like, not feel like I was the smarter one. Um, but But I think it is because we were all doing the same courses but I think now that I'm doing what I'm good at yeah so like her English and like literature and and history was not something she was really interested in whereas I think like I I kind of excelled in that area so it's like a just a different kind of intelligence I think yeah because you you just both have different areas which you're gonna be better or worse at yeah but like in school you know like teacher conference meetings and stuff the teachers would always be like Mm. Kata should be a bit more like Yara and I was like toxic environment oh my god don't want to be in this oh that is have they never heard of like how to speak to twins or siblings I feel like that would be number one on the thing like don't say that yeah I mean it happened once and then my dad after that to every teacher he talked to he'd always say um he'd say they might be in the same class and they might be twins but they're not the same person so when you talk to Yara she's her own person when you talk to Kata she's her own person so don't like don't ever put one person that's good of your dad yeah love him shout out to you dad I know you don't listen to my podcast (laughs) (laughs) and then Anna said you were very shy and quite reserved you weren't self-confident enough BB girl you didn't (laughs) believe in yourself enough which is crazy yikes I think yeah I am a shy person though I am shy I think that's just part of me though like I don't think you came across that way when I met you at uni though I'm shy maybe like the first meeting or like and then once I get to know you and like I vibe off of you, then I'm myself. But I think that's just normal. Yeah, I feel like already you'd probably changed quite a bit by the time I'd met you or got close to you. And maybe it's also different because I often experienced you talking to people that you are already close with. Yeah. Which I think then you already get a more like true representation of who they are because you already feel comfortable with one of the people. Yeah. No, that makes sense completely. Okay. So are you ready to hear yours? I'm scared <laughs> of the answer. <laughs> So to remind everyone, the question is, um, how would you describe my personality in high school slash what were my flaws? And um, your friend said, I think being insecure was probably the biggest issue. But overall, Mm. you have always been a very supportive, fun, loving, intelligent gal, which is so sweet of her. And then your mom said your personality is you're bubbly, smart, ambitious, an avid reader and then emotional. Which you said as well. <laughs> and then, yeah. and then, this is so savage. <laughs> but she said, she said your flaws are you're insecure about your look. Well, not now then. I think it's like in the past. You're insecure about your looks, yeah. Um, and yeah. too dependent on other people's opinions. <gasps> it's so interesting. Savage mom. <laughs> I mean, true though. I mean, it's everything, everything we said in the podcast. So. Yeah. At least we're self-aware of it. (laughs) Yeah. That's so interesting. I'm interested to see how they would describe my personality now then. But I do definitely agree that that were some major flaws that I had back then. I feel like it is fascinating, like, how well people from the outside can sometimes perceive you. 
Because I think quite often I feel like, yeah. oh, you know, nobody knows me that well or whatever. But I think people are actually way better at analyzing me than I think they are. Yeah. yeah and especially I get the two people that we surveyed, like I feel like they've kind of been through it all with me and they, they definitely know all the things that I've kind of, I've <laughs> been through over the years. I've been through, it sounds so dramatic, but you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then our next question was, how would you describe my personality now? Oh, this is cute. Okay. Your sister said, confident and intelligent, loving and kind. <laughs> I would 100% agree with all of those. Aww. Definitely. I'll go give her a hug and a kiss after this call. Oh, <laughs> your friend's one is really cute as well. Okay. Uh, she said, you're just a star. I love you. Aww. You're more confident, but still a bit reserved and shy. You're a bad bitch that I get <laughs> advice from all the time and you're happier now. <laughs> In brackets, terrible texture. SMH, what does that mean? Shake my head like, ugh. Oh, see, I'm so not down with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm a bad texter. Sorry. Please forgive me. <laughs> Anna, I'll be better, I promise. <laughs> that is so cute, though. Aww. Okay, so for you, so how they would describe your, personal- your personality now, um, your friend has said, you have definitely come such a long way and gained so much more confidence, so you finally see the amazing person you are. Aww. Oh, so sweet. So sweet. <laughs> and then your mom said, you're ambitious, smart, bubbly. You're still an avid reader. You're still <laughs> I emotional. I always put the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> still emotional, but more secure with the ability to self-reflect and act with hindsight. Ooh. Your mom is a wise queen. Yeah, I love that. Very reflected <laughs> response. Those things are so cute. You could tell she knows you so well. Yeah. I love that she put an avid reader as well in both in both descriptions. Twice. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, I am. <laughs> I love that that's a, that's a personality trait now of mine. I mean, everyone who follows our podcast will know that you're, <laughs> you love reading, which is so good. I post like pictures of books daily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was so sweet. The next one is, how do you say I've changed? And um, your sister said, you're just more yourself and you're not hiding it slash toning it down slash dumbing yourself down, which I think is really interesting because I guess that is exactly what you were saying, right? That you've kind of come more into yourself out of your shell a bit and Mm. yeah, maybe without even realizing it, you know, you're not toning down your personality. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, cause I always used to, I mean, like I said, I always used to say like, y'all is a smart one and I don't say it as much now. So maybe that's what she means by like, I'm not dumbing myself down anymore, which is nice to hear. Mm. Yeah. That's so good. And maybe even, I mean, I don't know how you were like in like day-to-day conversations with like your friends in high school, but maybe even then you'd maybe make comments, um, which maybe you didn't even realize, you know, that, that were kind of putting yourself down in a way. Yeah. I mean, like thinking back on it now, my my sister when she says something she's like if she if she says something she'll say it as a fact always mm-hmm. so she'd be like i know this whereas for me i think i'd always say something and then be like but i don't know you should like check to double to make sure it's right like Ooh. which i still do that now if i like if i know something and someone's like oh i'm not sure i'd be like oh yeah true maybe we should look like i'd never i'm never like no i'm 100 percent sure i said this i just I'm, i'll assume that i'm wrong you know yikes <laughs> oh my gosh exposed that's interesting and then yeah. your friend said more self-confident and you're taking more ownership of your life now oh wait what does imo mean i don't know what that means to be honest. okay <laughs> you don't just <laughs> let everything happen but make things happen 
which is exactly that shift right from like passive to active it's so interesting that like what they're saying is is kind of what we were saying yeah see i feel like that shows that we've got good people in our life and people that we are really honest with because they clearly know us well enough to to say all these things which i think like we're so lucky that we've had these people in our life for so long and oh i just don't want to tear up again fuck's sake i cry every episode now um (laughs) but you know i think we can count ourselves so lucky that we have these people in our life that can say these things about us and like be truthful yeah yeah right so how how have you changed leo your friend says You've gained con- confidence and thus made less bad des- decisions to get short-lived attention. So you appreciate true. yourself. <laughs> you appreciate yourself so much more like it should be. You've always been ambitious, but I think now you know that there is truly no limit to your dreams. Aww. This is so emo. We knew we were going to tear up before even recording this podcast. Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah. And your mom says you're more confident, responsible, and self-reflective. Which you pride yourself on is like being self-reflective, I think. Because I think I'm such like a deep thinker. I think I do reflect a lot on myself now. Yeah. But yeah, maybe I didn't do that that much back then. Honestly, with what my friend said about, you know, short doing things for short-lived attention, that is so true. I guess when it comes to guides especially, I would so often do things in the moment because, you know, I wanted the attention yeah. for a specific short time and I could never look far enough into the future to see what consequence that would have yeah it's like short short short-term validation but like long-term consequences that you don't think of yeah exactly because I think honestly those things that I did in the moment had so many more like long-term repercussions that I don't know if I wasn't aware of them or if I was aware of them but I just didn't care at the time but I mean I just yeah I think I didn't care enough about the long-term repercussions to actually change things in the moment but it's maybe because in that moment like you need you felt like you needed that so, yeah. so it's so again it goes to the root of the problem which is like you needed to have time to like love yourself before boys could love you you know yeah then the next question was how <laughs> can't speak what do you miss about the old me <laughs> your answers <laughs> makes me crack up <laughs> um your put fla and then the a hundred emoji <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Why does she think... I'm, why is it all about flirting? I'm, okay, she's making it seem like I used to flirt with my sister. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I think it's because I... That's what, like, I, I mean, I've said this before. I think just in high school, that was my my thing, you know? I used to be, like, so confident with flirting only, you know? But it was, like, a, it was all an act, you know? Because I didn't want to admit that my true... My trueness. I guess it would be weird if you kept flirting with guys now, seeing as you're together with somebody. I know. Yara, the only reason I'm not a flirt is because I can't. Okay? (laughs) Yeah, oh my gosh. I mean, I don't think so. I think you've you've changed more than that, you know. I don't think you go back to your old ways, even if you were single now. Hopefully not. (laughs) No. And then your friend said, this is sweet. Seeing you every day, a heart. Um, and then I think since we've grown together I don't miss the old you and I'm glad that we're still just as close which I think is really that's really special I think to have a friend I think it's really rare as well to have a friend that knows you for so long and that isn't you know you're not related to them so it's kind of a different bond yeah but you've you've Mm -hmm. both grown but you've kind of grown in a similar direction which means that you can yeah. still be just as close and share just as many things. And I love, yeah, and I, what I also love about it is, is 
about it is that we've both changed, but that's not like. But we've both we've both changed, but we're still as close. And 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 I mean, we've said this before in another podcast. It just means that we're not we're friends because of our values and like, yeah, the tr- the trueness of the relationship rather than the interest, which I love. Yeah, I'm grateful for you, Anna. Sorry, I'll start texting you more. I know I said. <laughs> okay, so for you, what do they miss about the old you? Alexa said, "I don't think you've changed much." that much in terms of the positive things you've only grown in terms of the and then she did like quote uh, flaws making your amazing personality even better you're still there anytime i need you listen give it give good advice there to have fun um and for serious stuff which is nice and your mom gave the cutest answer she said you were so cute and little all grown up now i miss reading to you and watching gilmore girls together you used to love role playing (laughs) so sweet (laughs) That's so cute. Oh, I'm tearing up again. <laughs> I think that is why I, I do that. love Gilmore Girls so much is because me and my mom used to watch it together. Yeah. But now we're watching New Girl. So, you know <laughs> what? Different girl, still fun. <laughs> True. Still bonding with your mama. It's okay. <laughs> yes. These answers are so cute. I do feel really emotional. I feel very grateful. Um, the next question was, what do you love about the new me? This is like a, this is our ego fest. Yeah. <laughs> Go on then. Tell me I'm beautiful and amazing. <laughs> um, Yara said, you're just yourself and it's effortless. Aww. Which I think, I think that is one of the highest compliments you can give somebody is like, you know, that you're true to yourself. Yeah. And I, I think I like how she said effortless. I feel like that's, yeah, that's... Yeah, exactly. The fact that I don't have to, like, try be someone I'm not. I, like, I think yeah. that's a nice compliment to get. Thanks, Yara. Yeah. And, um, oh my god, this is so sweet. <laughs> Anna said, everything. You confident beach. <laughs> You're also happier in my... Oh, I am means in my opinion. Oh, You're also okay. happier in my opinion, and that's all I want for you. You're thriving, and it's so lovely to be here with and for you. Aww. I'm I'm so, like, interested that... I appear happier, which makes me think like maybe because I don't really remember much of how I was in high school. And maybe I did give off that vibe that I was just a bit like, meh, like I didn't show my like excitement and stuff, you know, it's interesting to think back on. Alexa said for you, she said, I keep repeating myself, uh, but truly how much more confident you have become and how it has allowed you to make decisions based on what you truly stand for slash want instead of blindness to how great you are. Yeah. I guess that goes in with like having more integrity and aligning what I do more with what I truly want and believe yeah. in. Yeah, but so isn't it so nice to to see that like your friend can? I keep saying your fr- I keep switching between your friend and Alexa. Um, that Alexa <laughs> can even see that like that the effort you're putting yeah. to to do what you stand for and like it, it, like external people can see that, which is amazing. And I have to like, I have to give credit to her as well because ugh, I don't want to cry again. Um, but she's been like one of the people that's <laughs> helped me like <laughs> that's like helped me the most in in my journey with it because I think now I'm able to be more open about it. But I think a lot of in the past. Oh, why am I crying? <laughs> um, you can take a minute if you want. <laughs> but yeah, she was always the one that I could tell everything to, and she would just listen to me without judgment and. She, I think, gave me a lot of the ability to have more confidence in myself to stick to certain decisions, you know, and 
and do things that were more aligned with my values and I even I've told this to her as well I could catch myself with certain things if if I didn't want to tell her then I knew that it was because I knew it was the wrong thing to do (laughs) because I I, yeah because I knew that she would tell me (laughs) like are you sure that you want to do this you know because she would like she would know that this was maybe something that I didn't actually want to do so if I would catch myself feeling like oh I feel kind of embarrassed to tell Alexa this then it would be like ah so actually that's something you shouldn't do yeah so actually that's really (laughs) helped me as well so Alexa if you're listening she's going through lots of uni stress right now also it's her birthday tomorrow as well because you guys have got the same birthday so um oh happy birthday yeah I hope that I know that she's gonna smash the uni stuff because she the most intelligent yeah yes Alexa I love you a lot and very grateful Mm. (laughs) your mom said that you're more responsible and confident now and she did a little funny comment she said you're happier with your body and your great looks (laughs) (laughs) so cute <laughs> I think it's interesting that my mom thinks I'm more responsible I mean I guess I am more responsible now but I just think it's it's funny yeah. that she's pointed that out twice now <laughs> bless her oh, that's so cute thank you mommy I love you I'm gonna go have dinner with mm. you in a second <laughs> <laughs> she's probably hungry downstairs waiting like what is taking Leo so long <laughs> our last thing is just any additional comments that they wanted to share and then your sister said, thank you, with an F. Very important. <laughs> <laughs> mood. Big and mood. Then, <laughs> Anna's comment is funny. She put, I miss you, BB girl, and tried to work on your replying speed, you little mess. I'm so proud of you always. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought me being a mess and her being proud of me would ever be in the same sentence, but thanks, Anna. <laughs> I will, I will, I promise. <laughs> Alexa said for you, she said, I'm proud of you and I love you. Yeah. And your mom said, I think you are wonderful. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> oh. This episode's actually been really nice. I've really enjoyed this. I know. It's been quite long as well, which I <laughs> but like who cares? <laughs> I, I don't know. I've really enjoyed this this chat with you. I feel yeah, I feel like it's rare like people rarely have these conversations and I think sometimes we forget how important it is to to like think of who we're grateful for and Mm. and even like how grateful we are of ourselves and like our own journeys and I think I think for everyone so like let's involve everyone else if you guys are listening to this and you've still made it here at the end of the podcast then take a moment and just reflect back on yourself and how much you've grown because I'm sure you have (laughs) yeah but like it's important to take that time out and like know how amazing you guys are and that every little step you take to grow like it is worth it and like you should do whatever makes you happy and maybe maybe have these conversations with your friends as well like take that time out to to have these conversations send out a survey can highly recommend <laughs> i think it can be so easy to always be striving for the next thing or you know going down like being down on yourself because you feel like you haven't achieved this yet or you know especially at this time maybe when things aren't going quite as you expected but I think it's so important to actually pause for a minute and take stock of what you've actually achieved and how far you've come and I mean it sounds cheesy but it is so true I feel like you know 16 year old us you know me and you would be so proud of who we are now I genuinely think so yeah I mean 16 year old me had no idea what I was going to do at uni and I've just finished the master's and like I'm working part-time like 
That's crazy. I think, yeah, yeah, 16-year-old me would be proud. And I'm hoping that 22-year-old me does does 21 year old me proud as well kind of get your shit together i'm sure she will (laughs) (laughs) you've got your shit together don't you worry yeah (laughs) i think honestly though i think this podcast has really helped me though mentally as well yeah me too just having these like conversations oh my gosh see i mean we were talking about this anyways how we really want this to become a platform where we're even more honest um I mean, personally, that is the content that I love to listen to the most as well. It's the it's the content where you can tell that people are just being yeah. truly themselves. And even if it's sometimes raw, can seem too much. And I guess that's the type of like podcasters or whatever you want to call it. That's who we want to be as well. Even if it's just maybe it can also just be like a written diary that we can listen back to in a few years. I know, even if we don't have any listeners, like it's still for yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to listen to a filtered version of myself. I want to listen to no. who I really was, you know, in December yeah. 2020. <laughs> <laughs> True. I think, no, I think so far though, we've been quite good. And hopefully, yeah, yeah, hopefully just the more comfortable we get doing this, then it'll just come out naturally. Because obviously we don't want to be like forced emotional. No, definitely not. <laughs> it's just our true feelings so thank you so much to everybody who listens like we truly appreciate it so much i don't think anybody listening has any idea how happy it makes us when we get messages or... i know yeah you should you guys should see our messages because every every time we yeah. get even if it is one comment we send it to each other and we're like oh my god this made me so happy look look what this person said yeah so we are very grateful yeah it, it really makes us so happy So thank you very much for listening. Thanks, guys. And um, I guess we'll speak to you next week. Yeah, I'll speak to you when I'm 22, guys. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You're going to be new and improved. New and improved me. (laughs) Leaving all the past behind. Growing from it, guys. (laughs)